0: Welcome back to the Maryville Forum Sports Podcast. I'm John Dykstra, sports editor at the Maryville Forum, and joined, as always, by Anthony Crane. Um, We are going to briefly talk about Maryville's uh, state championship game loss in football to, to Blair Oaks, which happened last Saturday and uh, then get into some winter sports previews here, hitting on all our teams and giving you a little taste of uh, what to expect from each team going into this year. But before uh, we get to that, let's, let's hit on that state championship loss. Um, Blair Oaks, it, it began the way it, it – or it ended the way it began for Maryville with, a, with the loss to Blair Oaks. This game was a lot better than the first one. Um, Maryville's offense came out to play, scoring on their first couple drives. Unfortunately, Blair Oaks scored on their first six drives. Um, every possession in the first half they scored on. Um, normally, I, I don't try to overemphasize the impact of one player, but Dylan Harris is the reason Blair Oaks is the state champions right now. Uh, Maryville had him sacked multiple times, um, and he would just escape and get out of it. And it was it was really impressive. In our in our pre-show chat, I compared him to uh, kind of what Kyler Murray does in the NFL. He was an undersized quarterback, um, but he just run around and then find those receivers downfield. So um, Dylan Harris set a Misha record for state championship total yardage um he had well over 200 yards both rushing and passing um just a really good football player and he's only a sophomore so if Maryville's and Blair Oaks share classes again you're gonna have to in order to win a state championship eventually you're going to have to go through Dylan Hare and the Blair Oaks Falcons which is a is a tall task um so we'll see how how classes and everything turns out in future years, but um, just a tough game for for Maryville with uh, going against a, a special talent like Dylan Hare. Um, Connor Drake had another great game though, over 200 yards passing, um, 151 yards receiving for Caleb Kreisinger, who was pretty much uncoverable by uh, by Blair Oaks. Um, Whenever they were able to have the time to get the ball to him, he he was making things happen. Big rushing day for Trey Houchin, who ran hard the whole game, even when it got out of hand late. Um, really, really great game by uh, by Trey Houchin, who uh, and that whole senior class, who, as I tweeted during the game, has mm-hmm. has nothing to hang their hats about. They're really good, uh, or hang their heads about. Um, they're they had a really great season, made the state championship game, got some hardware for uh, Maryville with that state runner up trophy, and, uh, and went out on the state's highest stage. So, great year for Maryville football. Make it through it, playing all 15 games, like Matt Webb likes to say. And, uh, and just uh, just uh, ran into a buzz star with Dylan Hare. And you've seen what he's. He and that offense have done all playoffs long, and he's he's the real deal, and he's he's going to be tough to deal with uh, going forward. But with the end of that fall sports season, we move into winter sports with basketball and wrestling um, coming up. And I know Anthony's still still crying a little bit over the loss of football season. Um, but we're going to have to make do with some basketball and I personally am pretty excited about it. So, um, Anthony, just, just overall, before we get into the individual teams and look at them, um, just being here last year and kind of getting to know these teams a little bit, just how excited are you for, uh, for winter sports and, uh, basketball specifically?
1: Well, you know, I'm going to start previewing football 2021 here pretty soon. So let's, let's. I'll I'll scratch that itch, but uh yeah um you know a lot of our local teams had a difficult time uh, during football season uh you know with Platte Valley and the injuries uh, Northwest Nod with you know a new coaching staff and kind of build that program uh, with basketball uh, we should be in for a pretty good season all around um you know maybe. You know, Maryville, the girls, I think they're going to be an elite team. Um, but really, we don't have many teams that are going to struggle, uh, I think, this year in basketball. It should be a pretty exciting year. Um, you know, I've been able to see, you know, the Platte Valley girls and the 15 girls they have that are all, you know, pretty good, do many different things. Um, that boys team – They've had a few tough losses, a few one-point losses to uh, start the year and then ran into a really big athletic Adamsburg team. Um, so they're trying to rebuild that thing with a lot of young kids. Um, but you can see some uh, some potential there for them. Uh, we knew it was going to be a bit of a struggle after the class they lost last year. Mm-hmm. You can't just replace that. Um and then you move to, you know, North Nottaway, The girls are uh, – they're an exciting group, a lot of young talent there. Northeast Nottoway, the that boys team, they've got some, some pretty good pieces, some uh, kids becoming upperclassmen, and you can see their game starting to evolve. Um, so it should be a pretty exciting basketball season.
0: Yeah, it should be. You kind of – as I said, uh, we're not getting into specific teams, and then you go and get into specific <laughs> teams on me, but – Getting ahead of yourself here, but let's dive in uh, a little bit. Uh, we'll start out with uh, with the Maryville boys um, coming straight off, like like I said, that state championship run to the state title game in uh, in football, and it's a lot of those same characters for for basketball here. Um, we're gonna have. Uh, Caden Steckline, who who was a backup running back, played a lot, obviously, and backup DB in uh, in football. He'll be the point guard. He'll be counted on to kind of kind of take that lead spot and be that go-to guy for them with uh, the graduation of Tate Oglesby, who's uh, now at Emporia State. Um, he's Caden's going to be a sophomore this year. He got that starting job as a freshman. Um, obviously, Coach's son, he knows the game. Um, he's played a lot, a lot of experience beyond just that sophomore age through, uh, through club stuff and Mocan and all of that. So um, it's it'll be interesting to see if he makes how much of a leap. He's going to make a leap. It's how much of a leap he's going to make this year uh, to really be in that that go-to guy, and then around Kaden, it's a lot of like I said, those familiar names and those uh, that senior class that was so important for football. Trey Houchin, like Tyler, a few years ago, the shooter. He's he's gonna he's gonna get his shots up. He's gonna shoot from three, and uh, that's gonna be key for them to have that spacing to work around. Uh, Caleb Kreisinger, I would I would that would be the other wing on that team um same thing kind of more of a slasher but but can do a little bit of everything for them and then uh Mark Gustafson it's nice to have a nine kid in the post and that's what that's what they're gonna have with Mark um see we'll see how uh how he develops this year and uh obviously at 6'9 frame is a nice thing to start with so uh there's a lot of potential there and uh Another guy with a lot of potential, probably rounding out that starting five. Um, and Matt Steckline talked to me about him in the preseason as Keaton Stone. He's a, he's a really athletic kid that played a lot with Caden this offseason and Mocan and A-Club stuff and everything like that. So, uh, so he, he likely is a sophomore and fills that other uh, starting spot for them. And it'll be interesting to see how he develops. Just a really good athlete, according to uh, to uh, Coach Steckline, who had a growth spurt this year and and kind of fills that other forward spot next to Mark. Um, but Anthony, you saw these guys a little bit last year. That's a rundown of the lineup. But um, with with Coach Steckline, uh, veteran, good coach, obviously. What what are you kind of looking to see from uh, Maryville's boys, real quick?
1: Well, I'll be interested to see um, how they start this season um, and if they can build off how they ended last season. You know, last year, uh, it, was, it was a bit of an ugly start for them. You know, they started the season two and six, uh, ended up winning 15 games as they kind of caught fire there towards the end of the year. Um, it'll be interesting, though, like how quickly they can get things going with all these guys, uh, you know, in football and everything else. Um, but there's a lot of young talent on this team um, so it may be a bit of a rocky start for them in the beginning um, with mark, I'd like to see him be more of a dominant force down low with his size and everything else. Um, last year he was he was a big guy but he he struggled with you know foul trouble at times um, so we'll see and I think um, it'll all depend on these young guys and if they can uh, you know, help that senior class and, you know, build this, uh, Maryville program back to
0: where it has been, uh, in previous years. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, uh, and moving right along here, uh, cause we got a lot of teams to hit today, um, to one of the state state championship contending teams, I think we have in our area is, uh, the Maryville girls. Um, They've obviously been building up the last, the last four years of uh, this senior class led by K-State commit, Serena Sundell, and uh, Emily Casabaugh who will likely uh, be playing college basketball somewhere next year as well. Um, they, they've got a talented group, and it's no secret. Uh, losing to Macon last year was, was a disappointment for them, um, not making that Final Four run they were hoping for. Um, but this year, they're they're certainly one of the favorites to make that run again. Um, Serena, state player. It's not hyperbole to say she's the best player in the state. She was a state player of the year last year, going to K-State, like I said. Um, so it starts with her. And then the sophomore class that were freshmen last year will be looking to step up, too, with uh, Anison Petland, Riley Vertoller, both started last year, um, were arguably their second and third best players through much of last year. And they'll be looked on to do that again this year. Um, they they give you some versatility with uh, with Emily Casavar and Riley Vertoller as the post players. Um, they can both shoot threes. They can do a little bit of everything. That's that lineup uh, with two post players that can shoot threes gives you – Gives you four people in that starting lineup who are very capable outside shooters with Petlin and uh, Sundell as well. And the fifth starter spot uh, is uh, Lauren Cullen, who came off the bench last year, but fills in for, uh, for Molly Renshaw who graduated and, uh, and Lauren is just going to be that, that player that, uh, that coach Albright really likes to have out there. Who's just going to kind of do that dirty work for you, guard, guard one of the other team's best players, um, get get after loose balls, get on the floor. Um we've had the last few years that's been Jessica Scheel and then Molly Renshaw, like I said. And now it seems like Lauren, who's a junior this year is kind of next in line for that that role. Um so they they just had that strong starting five and then off the bench um, he's uh, Coach Albright's really excited about a lot of his bench people too, and he thinks they're going to be deeper than they've been in years past. Ava Dumpke's a freshman who's who's had some good moments in this first week of games, and then uh, some of the other sophomores, Hallie Buck, Kennedy Kirsch, who was a huge player for their volleyball team down the stretch. They they've just got they've got a lot of depth. That'll be interesting to see how it shakes out as the year goes on. Um, but I was at the PBI tournament all week with, uh, some of our smaller schools. So Anthony and I kind of had role reversals where normally he's with the smaller schools and I'm with, uh, Maryville, but, um, you saw them all last week throughout the Savannah tournament run where they won that tournament. Serena was the best player there. Um, made the all tournament team, big surprise there. <laughs> um, but uh, just talking about what you saw last week from them, and I know it was – they looked kind of rusty at times, as you'd, as you'd expect in a week – the first week of the season. But um, what what did you see from them last week, and uh, what do you expect from them this year?
1: Well, you know, like I said, I expect, you know, a Final Four run from them. Uh, what I saw this week was a team, uh, you know, especially with COVID and everything – Uh, You know, talking to them, they can't really practice defense as much as you would in a normal season, you know, just trying to keep that socially distanced uh, thing going on. Um, And you kind of saw that in game one against uh, Southeast Kansas City. Um, They scored 91 points, which was great. Their offense was, you know, awesome. You know, with Anderson, she made some threes. Uh, Serena was great. Uh, Riley was great. Um, but their defense was uh, less than stellar in that game. Um, if Southeast Kansas City was a better team, they probably would have scored a lot more points. Um, so that was something they talked about after that game. So then you, uh, you know, move two days later to the William Christman game where their defense was great. Um, and they were thrilled with that. You know, Christman's a big school. Um, and it was a real great defensive game. But their offense struggled a bit. And uh, even Serena, as great as she was in that game, you could see the frustration. She kind of talked about that after the game. Um, Just because, you know, Crispin, they're an athletic, physical team. That kind of got to them a little bit. Um, So I was was interested to see how they would uh, respond with Benton, who, uh, from things I've heard, is expected to be pretty good this year. Um, And they were really impressive. Uh, Basically, they put the two together. Uh they were good offensively, they were good defensively um and while they didn't blow out Benton, they got up to a 10, 12 point lead and basically held the rest of the game um so I expect good things uh, you, you talked about you know Serena's great uh Anderson, Riley, they both bring great things um and like with lauren it was uh it was kind of that role player the getting points um when everyone else is kind of struggling a little bit um or like in the benton game when things you, know, you get to about that 10 point range in the fourth quarter and things are kind of teetering uh you get to that free throw time where you got to make the free throws to hold on and she was great for them in that um she was the reason they were able to hold on to that late lead against them so i i expect good things from them this year and um i think if they can continue to kind of uh, you know, grow with these young kids along with, you know, Serena and Lauren and girls like that. Um, they should be a really good team this year.
0: Yeah, and like yeah. With the shooting, that kind of extends beyond uh that to, to fast break scoring and that's one thing that that Lauren's gonna have to do and one thing Molly did a really good job of uh uh when she was there is just running the floor with girls like Serena and Aniston because they're going to get some steals. They're going to get out, out in breaks. And uh, in the open court when Serena's coming at you, the whole defense is going to look at it. So if you're running the other wing, if you're Lauren, even Aniston, um, they're, they're going to have some open layups and things as long as they, as long as they run the floor out there. So, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're going to be a fun team to watch. Um, the the other Maryville sport is uh, wrestling coming up here. Um, they're they're returning a bunch. They were hurt last year in a big way. Um, obviously, me not being here, I, I had to kind of get caught up with some of their injury situations. But Connor Weiss, who's who obviously played such a pivotal role in football, was hurt with his hip for uh, for. Uh, wrestling and then he had some other injuries as well he missed most of the season um drew spire was beat up at the end of the year he would have likely gone back to state he was at state as a freshman connor was at state as a freshman and sophomore and then had to miss districts last year so didn't get to go as a junior um watkins is back this year for senior year he was a big Big contributor, obviously making state in the past as well. Um, Court Watkins, his little brother, just missed state. I say little, but uh, Court's a Court's a big guy. If you've seen Court, but um, he's a sophomore this year. Um, Will be we'll anchoring one of those heavier weights for them um, and being being real salty there. So um, there's they've got a lot of talent back this year. Um, from, from that have had state experiences and deep runs at districts. They just have to stay healthy with that top bunch. And, uh, and then they also bring in a good freshman class. Uh, the Turner Twins are, are ones that I've heard about for a while that are going to make impacts on that program. And, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how they develop and how that team develops as the season goes on hopefully more competitive and dual meets with the big freshman class coming in. You can fill some of those weights a little better and have, have competitive matchups everywhere. And then once state rolls around, they want to get a couple of years ago, they had, they had four or five in state. They, they want to get to that point again. And, um, they should be able to, if everybody's healthy, and that'll be the key is, is keeping people healthy. And, uh, and getting through the season a little better than they did last year. And obviously you've got the added the added uh COVID stuff too to uh to worry about and keeping keeping people healthy that way as well. So it'll be it'll certainly be an interesting season for Spoof Wrestling. They after that kind of lull last year and taking a little bit of a step back, mostly like I said, because of injuries. Uh, they wanna they wanna take a big step forward this year and begin to to really set that uh, tradition and as Connor Weiss said leave a leave a little bit of a legacy for the program. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the girls wrestling program this year as well. Um, Connor's sister Rachel is is the top returner for that, and they have they have four girls I believe this season that that'll be wrestling for them. It'll be interesting to see who can who can make runs to state there and uh make it through district. So it'll be a fun year for Spoof Wrestling. It'll be interesting. I'm excited to get out to to my first duel here pretty quick and uh being an Iowa guy, um, that's why I'm taking the lead on on talking through all this instead of making Anthony uh talk wrestling. But and I've I always enjoy wrestling, being up to, from up there, uh it was a little bit bigger deal up there than uh than some people notice down here. So uh I'm excited to see how they do this year, and I think they have a lot of talent on that team returning. Um is so unless unless you got any wrestling notes, Anthony, we'll move on to some Platte Valley basketball here. Is the rock wrestling again or <laughs> Man, disrespectful.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I uh <laughs> Yeah, that's why I only cover like one wrestling meet a year. And then well, it's always uh trying to research what goes into wrestling and uh, well, but I, always, back,
0: I always enjoy it when I watch it. It's a good time. Uh with me back we'll make that zero wrestling meets this year <laughs> for you and I'll just uh I'll I'll take all the wrestling. I'm fine with it. Basketball's one of my favorite sports, but wrestling's a good good change of pace during the uh during the winter for us. So uh I'll I'll happily get out to some wrestling meets. But like I said, let's move on to Platte Valley. Um, Platte Valley's boys, as Anthony kind of mentioned earlier, said Final Four runs the last two years, winning the state championship two years ago, uh, making the Final Four, losing to eventual state champion Dora last year, um, who they beat the year prior for the state championship. So it'll be uh, – so they come back with some, some high expectations with that, but obviously some growing pains this first week. Uh, you don't just lose guys like Stephen Chore, uh, Dalton Luke, Chase Farnan, Clayton Merrigan, guys like that who were so key to, to what they were doing there the last two years. Obviously the year before um, from the state championship game, they replaced uh, Nathan Jermaine and, uh, and Kobe Stoll from that team. Um, so they they have they have seen a lot of talent go the last few years. So a little bit of a rebuilding at least start to the season for uh, for Platte Valley. Trevor McQueen returns as their as their senior and their uh, their only returning starter from last year. Um, really really shot the ball well, over forty percent from three last year. A lot of open looks when you got. When you got the guys around him, he did so. He'll be more of a focus, obviously, this year for uh, for opponents going into it. And then uh, Gabe Northstein, who who played as as kind of that sixth man, that first big off the bench for uh, for Platte Valley last year, he he takes a bigger role this year. And and an interesting note from the preview, he talked about going to uh, to basic training this uh, this summer and uh, really getting into shape and there's not many better ways to get into shape than spending a summer at basics. So, um, he's, uh, he's excited about what he can do this year as well. Um, so they're an interesting group, a lot of young guys, Matt Jermaine's going to be a key player. Uh, Nathan's little brother, uh, Matt's son uh, or Tim's son, obviously, uh, uh, the hall of fame coach there at, uh, at Platte Valley. And that's kind of where I have, uh, my most hope for them. I know they had a tough week this first week, but when Tim Jermaine's your coach, you're going to get better throughout the year. And I think that's – Platte Valley's going to continue to get better. And I think they're going to be an above-average team throughout the season. And by the end of it, um, we'll see how well they can do. But we're just – Anthony, you got a, a good look at them last year. Uh, week in that Albany tournament. Just what have you seen for well, what do you see from Platte Valley and uh, and what do you think they uh, are going to improve moving forward? Excuse me.
1: You know, I watched them play Albany, uh, a team that maybe isn't great, um, but they're led by uh, a pretty good senior class there uh, with Trice Floyd and uh, Hutchinson and guys like that. Um, and really it was, it was an ugly start for them. Uh, in that game, and you kind of, or at least I was like, oh, well, what? (laughs) this may not be good, and then you saw them kind of get it going a little bit, get things together. They come back. They take the lead uh, in the second half, Um, and it looked like they had one, missed a couple of free throws uh, late in the game, and then Floyd hit a three-pointer at the buzzer uh, to give them the win. I didn't see the next game. But, you know, it was another one-point loss. Um, And then they played Pattonsburg, who's uh, really, really athletic. um, And that didn't go well. Um, But what I think you saw, at least in those first two games, were um, them just trying to put things together. Uh, You know, Coach Jermaine talked about after that first game that with COVID, they haven't been able to practice much. Then you have guys like Carter Luke and Trevor McQueen, who suffered pretty significant injuries during football. And so they're still trying to kind of bounce back from that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's some young talent. Uh, Alex Matson, he made some pretty good plays. Uh, when I watched him, you know, Wyatt Tobin had his moments. Uh, Trevor McQueen is still a good player. Um, so there's there's something there. I just, you know, I think we the expectations uh, and what we'll see from them is just going to be a bit weird uh, just because, you know, you've watched – then be a extremely dominant program in the last few years. Um, but I think it would be fun. I think Jermaine uh, will probably enjoy this, maybe even a little more than the last
0: –
1: well, I don't want to say you – know, you wouldn't say title, you're going to enjoy that. But, like, you know, it gives him the opportunity to kind of mold another group, uh, you know, help those guys become good players uh, when the last few years you're just kind of scheming with uh, an extremely talented group.
0: Yeah, they they certainly have the talent on that team to take some steps forward. It's it's just tough when you go into a season with basically two guys that have any real varsity experience at all, and in both those guys, neither of them were were among your top four, at least top two. I know uh, McQueen was the third leading scorer last year, but guys like Stephen Chor and Dalton Luke were were returning starters or at least top six from that state championship team. So so yeah. it's a different different setup for them this year. Um, one team that returns a heck of a lot from last year and the last couple years, and they even gain a lot of talent, is the Platte Valley Girls. Um, they they lose a key piece, a couple key pieces, uh, with Ashley Madsen and all-state guard uh, Kaylin LeMaster, who really had it tremendous season last year leading them to uh the state title game um but that unfortunately the state title game is has become a a familiar trope for these uh platte valley girls losing in that game last year and then uh and then losing the state title game in softball again this year so uh you know this is a talented group um and they'd like to get over that one last hump and uh, get a state championship this year. And they seem they seem ready to do that. Um, just running down their lineup that they have back. Uh, Malia Collins is a four-year starter, point guard. Um, tremendous. There may not be a better defensive player in the area than Malia is. Um, her shooting numbers dipped last year. Um, she's going to be looking to get those. Get those back up. Um, Paige West joins this team now this year at another guard spot. Another great aggressive defensive guard um, was was a two year starter at Northeast Nottaway, transferred to or to Jefferson, um, and had to sit out last year, but got to practice with the team all year. So um, she comes in with with a little bit of experience running that scout team in practice and. Uh, and getting to go against players like Valia. Um And then Steph Turpin, another fast, athletic, great defensive guard for them, kind of rounds out that that backcourt and gives them just so much speed back there. Um, and then you move to the front court and you've got Allstate player Jacqueline Pappert. Uh, Jackie's a really really good post obviously had started as a freshman Then last year was an all-state player um comes back now for her junior year kind of looking to be looking to be the leader on that team and one of the along with Malia and uh and some of those others uh just just kind of set that tone for the team um the front court plenty of other talent too Madeline Mattson transfers in along with Wes from uh, from Northeast Nottaway, and uh, she was an all-confidence, all-district player for Northeast Nottaway. Um, their leading scorer, they're arguably their best player, along with West those two years. And uh, as both a freshman and a sophomore, and now she comes in and um, she has to fight for a starting spot on this team. I don't think she started the opener. That's how loaded these guys are. And then a couple freshmen join in the lineup too with. Uh, with Briley uh, Angle and uh, Maggie Collins, who Collins I know started a couple games last year. Malia's little sister, or not last year, last week. Uh, Malia's little sister. And you've, if you've been around Platte Valley very much, you've you've heard of Malia or of Maggie the last couple years, just coming up and and being that dominant force at the younger level. So be interesting to see what she does. And they have a lot of depth too beyond that uh Claire Gulbright, uh a couple couple other players too that, that have seen some minutes. Um haven't played huge roles, but I've seen minutes in previous years. So this is definitely the deepest team we have in the area of just talent up and down the roster. And uh and Anthony, you got to see them too against against uh Albany and I know they had a little little early season jitters maybe too, but uh, in kind of sorting out who's going to do what. But what do you see from them?
1: Well, what I saw was what we've grown accustomed to, and, you know, they kind of talked about it afterwards, was um, just the offense and the slow starts uh, they tend to have each year. Um, but this, this drought didn't last very long as they scored, you know, 135 points over their next two games. But you know, it's kind of just you know what you talked about, and that's the array of depth that they have. I was really impressed with Madeline Matson in that game. Uh, she was really good down low for them. Uh, Maggie Collins was really good. Uh, Briley Angle made a lot of good plays. Um, there's just there's just so much talent and depth on this team, and you know you you could spend an entire podcast talking about this team just because there's so many players that play roles for them uh, in certain ways. Uh, you know, Sarah Langford, she played a lot of minutes for them last year, really good defensively. Um, she's only a sophomore, uh, another one of those players that could do some things. Um, so, yeah, there's just <laughs> just a lot of talent. and um, I think the expectations, you know, we talked about the boys and maybe you, you got to lower them. Um, for the girls, though, it's, it's getting back to Springfield. Um, that's... That's got to be their goal, their expectations, and I think anything less would be a bit of a disappointment.
0: Yeah, that's what Leah basically said in the preseason. She said the goal goes without saying. We want to get back to the Final Four, and uh, and when I talked to Jackie too, she she indicated that the state championship and getting over that hump. Um, like i said the last last two seasons for them they've come up one game short of that ultimate goal so i think they have a shot to do it this year we'll see we'll see how how the season unfolds and obviously you need need injury luck you need a lot of uh health luck with uh with what we got going on right now but they're a team that that should have high goals and uh and should be really good this year so Moving on to our our next school here, we will go up to Hopkins and talk a little uh North Nottoway action here. And the boys new coach this year, Michael Tratz, who's been around. Um, Jake Shipman obviously coached him for years, moved on to Mount City this year. Um, he's Tratz was his assistant. He he's coached football and uh you guys know him really well and he, he seems to really have a handle on uh on the team they have coming back this year, which has lost a lot of talent um for the last couple of years, Carson Oberhauser. In any sport we talk about North Nottoway, we're gonna talk Carson Oberhauser. He's a returning starter, senior, good player. Um, kinda of, kinda of built has that fire hydrant build out there. He's he's just gonna He's going to muscle some guys around, but a good outside shooter as well can just do a little bit of everything for them. I know I saw him in the PBI tournament a couple times, and and one of the games, um, they just had, they fed him the ball a lot in the high post and just sent cutters around him. And he was hitting everybody. He was just distributing them out there uh, like the quarterback he is, just getting the ball to his playmakers. But, um, uh, these playmakers were wide open under the basket for layups. So uh, made some easy passes in that one. But Carson's just a really good player. And then you got the Blackford boys. Uh, Andrew's a a senior this year, um, returning starter, a good shooter, good playmaker out there. And then Aiden might be their leading scorer this year, I think. Um, He has been in the early season going this year. Just as a freshman coming in, making an impact, um, he's just been really good early. He's, he's a really good shooter. I saw him against North Harrison two weeks ago, and Andrew got in foul trouble that game, and Aiden really carried him in that one. It kept him in the game against a really talented North Harrison team. Um, they, those three are going to be really good players, and they just have to develop some depth around them. I know uh, Jordan Jenkins, who hasn't played basketball, but is a key contributor to that football team, is starting at the other spot right now, at the other guard spot. Um, he's, he's a good player, really athletic player, can defend a little bit. just kind of has to get those basketball skills sharpened a little bit with kind of knowing the different defenses and knowing where to be. And uh, and really build around those guys. Um, they have a couple freshmen who have who have really stepped up and uh, and made an impact here in the early going, um, which will be interesting to see going forward. Um, but they're they're kind of figured out. Damian Daly is a post player; is the other starter. Um, he's he's been really good defensively, getting some block shots, um, just doing some things out there. Um, has shown a willingness to take the corner three has made a few of them um he's a he's he it'll be interesting to see how he develops this season as a sophomore but uh they just have a, a kind of fun group that'll be interesting to see them develop through the year and kind of what what their identity becomes as they build around the two Blackford kids and uh and uh, Oberhauser there. But they're, they're a fun group this year and it'll be interesting to watch. Um, I know you've, Anthony, become very familiar with a lot of, especially Aiden Blackford and Carson Oberhauser from football season. But, but what are your kind of quick, I know you haven't seen him play yet, but just what are your expectations for this group?
1: Uh, you know, looking at it, it feels a lot like football and maybe just sports in general. Um, at North way for the boys, um, you see the older guys, you know, Oberhauser, uh, Blackford, uh, you know, their final year of the program. And then you look down, there's not a junior class, um, but it's full of underclassmen. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm seeing is maybe that next wave of talent, especially with Aiden Blackford, who was really impressive in football. Um, you know, like you said, he's been really good in basketball. Um, And that's, that's kind of what, you know, North Nottoway needs. Um, And especially, you know, we're not talking about football, but like um, just in that area in general, is they need some of these younger kids to kind of come up um, and get these programs back to um, being decent or good or, uh, you know, not just being North Nottoway. And I think that's kind of the, uh, what I hope to see from them this year is uh, continuing to groom these younger kids Carson is a great role model. Uh he's you know good guy to have around for guys like Aiden and uh you know Damien, guys like that. So um that's kind of what I expect is you know they're not probably not gonna be great, um, but they should be good. And um I just want to see them continue to groom these young kids and uh get them prepared for the next few years.
0: Yeah, and uh their girls um has yeah as we've kind of talked these first three teams, I think for each of them, the girls kind of are the ones with, with the most talent returning and kind of the most, you can see kind of what's, what's happening with them. And of course they've got uh, uh, Sammy and Lindsey Jackson coaching them again this year, two of the better coaches in the area. Sammy's the head coach, obviously there uh, with Lindsey as the assistant. Um, but these, th- this North Nottoway team had to replace a ton going into last year. And even with that, they were still a solid team last year coming through. And now um, they replace a huge piece with uh, Candace Damger being being one of the better players in the area. But they have a lot back, and they have a lot of, a lot of players kind of come in, joining the program this year's freshman that her – Really impressive, just watching them play in the PVI last last week. Um, any North Nottoway conversation needs to start with Jackie Klein. She is a very good guard. Um, coming into her sophomore year, kind of got thrown into fire last year, but but led him in scoring in uh, all but one game so far this year. Is uh, has been over twenty points a couple times. Just a a really good guard that can shoot it and can drive. Um, good defensive player too. Um, their defense and their press, though, is led by by the Brown sisters. Um, Sailor is a junior this year, coming off she had Tommy John surgery last year, which you normally associate with baseball players, obviously, but um, she she had that elbow tear and uh, and kind of was playing a little nicked up all last season but this year she's been really impressive early going she talked about it a lot during volleyball um she had to miss volleyball last year but um basketball she played but now is kind of at full strength this year and watching them play not Holt hole the other day for the third place game in the pbi her and Saren, her her sister uh, freshmen this year, were the head of the press by themselves. And they let Jaden Dobbins and uh, Klein play the passing lanes. And those two were just menaces. <laughs> they were they were scary up top. Um, so having, having Saren join the program this year, she's starting for them. Carissa Oberhauser has the other starting spot, is their kind of traditional post player. Does a lot of dirty work for them but then they kind of go with the, uh, the Golden State Warriors lineup of Beth, um, they put in, uh, with, when they take Carissa out and put in Lauren Herndon, um, uh, little sister of, uh, of the other Herndons, obviously, that have been there and, and done well. Kristen's playing, uh, playing college basketball now but but Lauren is really athletic really fun out there to watch um coming in as that six-man role so they're another team that's that's really deep thanks to that freshman class has a lot of talent Kelsey Barkas has played a lot of minutes too early um she's looked good so they just have a lot of talent kind of around Klein and like I said before the Jacksons are are two of the better coaches in the area and they're obviously on the same staff together. So that's another team that's going to get better as the year goes on. And I'm really, I'm really curious to see what their ceiling is in a, in an area that's, that's dominated by Platte Valley. Maybe the the next best team in this area should be North Nottoway. I think just coming together and, and being a really good team. And uh, they wanted to win the PBI last week, lost, Lost a close semifinal game and then blew out uh, away Holt in the third place game, but they are, they are a really good team, and will be interesting to see how they develop uh, throughout this season and really going into next season, where where they lose Oberhauser and they lose Dobbins. Like I said, Overhauser is a key player, is a starter for them, and Dobbin's a really good shooter, a good point guard when uh, Her and Klein kind of share those responsibilities but going into the future with, with players like Herndon, the Browns and Klein, this is, this is a team to watch moving forward and how good they can, they can be in the years to come and this season as well, obviously. So uh, I know you were a big fan going into the year of what you saw last year from them, Anthony Um, and, and Jackie obviously coming in being a good player for them and, and the, the Jackson sisters as well, coaching them. So uh, just what, what are your expectations and what have you liked about the scores you've seen from them early in the season?
1: Yeah, well, like you mentioned, Jacksons are great. They're two of our favorite coaches to talk to.
0: We uh, don't pick know, favorites. But, yeah. I, I, do, I do. That's okay.
1: I do. And <laughs> if anyone asks, if a coach asks, they're one of my favorites. So that's how you, that's how you do that you don't say who the favorites are that's why you're not like they are the favorites they're just some of our favorites gotcha um but yeah you know last year you saw that young talent um with Jackie you saw her struggle a bit early um and me with my great basketball wisdom I just told her to keep shooting and she did and you saw her kind of get through that and
0: You know, uh, I'm sure the Jacksons appreciate maybe you lose some points for that favorite comment if you're you're trying to coach their players for that.
1: Shooter shoot man. That's that's what I know
0: about basketball. Um,
1: But yeah, um, I'm excited, you know, I'll finally get to see some of the the other younger kids this week. Um, You know, Sailor, uh, you saw her kind of come back just a little bit towards the end of last year. Um, but still, you know, with the elbow, it was tough to really do a whole lot. Um, but, yeah, this is, uh, you know, coming into this year, this is one of the teams uh, I was excited to see with so much young talent. Um, I'll be excited, you know, to see them in Platte Ballad, to see where they kind of stack up. I don't think they're on that level, um, but I think it would be a fun matchup uh, and kind of going strength on strength um, with the guard play. Uh, because there's no shortage of that in Nottaway County, so uh, they'll be a fun team to watch this year um, and kind of see how they grow.
0: And uh, yeah, for sure. Moving on to uh, West Nottaway, their neighbors in the co-op there. Um, the boys' team. This is this is our first team where where the boys are definitely ahead of the girls as far as uh, expectations where they are this year and the the levels of their rebuild obviously a great cross country year for uh for west Ottawa and they carry where normally we're talking about a lot of these football players transitioning into basketball for west Ottawa, it's cross country guys transitioning into basketball so um the obvious leader there is tyler blay fresh off his uh his uh state championship in cross country thousand point score already for uh for uh, Wes Snottaway has, as he said, um, preseason kind of accomplished what he wants to accomplish individually there. Now this season's all about the team and trying to get as as good a record and as good a team as they can there. Um, the whole the whole lineup's back for them, uh, including their coach, Brandon Phipps, back for another year. Um, so they, they have a lot returning. Hunter Dawson is somebody, Phipps is really talked about their point guard uh being back this year and and really being a good player, a good shooter out there for them. You got guys like uh like uh Dawson Fast at the, at a wing spot, um Grant Atkins at the post. Just a lot of a lot of players back that have done a lot of good things for them. Um and obviously Blaze the the straw that stirs the drink there and has been has been a great player throughout his his career as obvious by getting to uh to a thousand points already it's just a junior last year or so so coming back they have a lot of talent returning and uh should be able to to make another step forward and i know during cross country blay talked about um it's kind of establishing that winning culture at West Nottoway and something that Phipps talked about in the preseason, uh, people who maybe don't follow West Nottaways closely may remember Phipps from, uh, from a cross country and track runner at Northwest Missouri state, but he's the, he's the athletic director and a coach up there now. So they, they, they're working hard to establish that winning tradition. Um, and they're they're on their way state championship in cross country a team team trophy in cross country this year um kind of is that first step to to establish it and now it would be huge to do it in a more traditional team sport like basketball this year but but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do they've had their first couple games canceled this year and they will make their season debut on Thursday um, when they host Essex, a team out of Iowa. So uh, that'll that'll be interesting to get a first look at them, and I'm excited. To, I think I'm going to head up to that game on Thursday, so I'm excited to see what they what they do in that opener and, uh, and how they look in their first, first taste of action. But, Anthony, I know you've seen a lot of, a lot of those guys over the, the last couple of years here. Uh, just what are, your, what are your thoughts on this West Nottoway group?
1: Um, there's, there's talent there. Um, I think what's, what they're adjusting to is having that extra talent uh, when you're Tyler Blay, um, in your first few years, the team relies so heavily on you, um, it's hard to kind of get out of that groove um, and adjust to that. Um, so like you said, it was good that he maybe kind of recognized that after last year that um, it doesn't have to be just him carrying the team anymore. Uh, you know, Hunter Dawson, and Dawson Fast, great shooters. Uh, Grant Atkins is a good guy uh, to have out on the floor. Um, so there's some good talent there. And, you know, we talked about kind of North Notway kind of being one of the better teams, uh, or, you know, maybe not at Platte Valley's level. Um, but, you know, West Nodaway is kind of in that same group where you can see there's talent there. Um, and it would be fun to see how uh, that talent comes together in fifth second year. I know uh, last year was a bit of a struggle for him. You know, when you have one coach coaching the girls and boys, um I don't think you can give uh 100% to either side. Um so I'll be excited to see how much better they look uh when they have just, you know, one coach's full attention um and these younger guys, you know, the Dawson's uh now upperclassmen see how they grow.
0: Yeah, and uh as you mentioned, he coached both <laughs> last year. Um that's a tough situation. Um the way really that's That's not how you draw it up, so um so now the girls um get taken over by by Tim Kahn a, a familiar face around with uh his history at North Nottaway, and he's an assistant football coach at uh at North Andrew all year. Um, so part of that winning culture there and and all that um now taken over at West Nottaway. Uh, where he 's got some history as well, um, I think that's that's going to be a really good thing for their girls program to have him in there because he's he 's a good coach, um, a guy who who maybe will give them some consistency there. We talked about that with West Norway girls for uh, volleyball, having the same coach back for three straight years. They have not enjoyed that luxury with uh, with basketball, and uh, in their first year a couple couple years ago. They were, uh, with Taylor Dameron, making, making strides and getting a lot better um, competitive in almost every game and just winning games um, as freshmen. And in the last two years, it's been a step back for them. And they've struggled that girls' program. And that's one of the most powerful and the quote that stuck with me the most from every one of my previews I did for uh, these high school teams. Was talking to Aaron Cook with uh, with West Nodaway girls basketball, and she said there was a junior high game going on at the same time we were talking. And she kind of motioned to that gym, and where they were they were dominating their their uh, their uh, Rocket Junior High team was just was just dominating. And, and she said we my job is to basically establish the culture for these girls to come in who are already better basketball players. So this is what she said, better basketball players than I will be. Um, and just come in establishing that culture and giving them a program that is headed in the right direction. And I thought that was really commendable by her. And really, it, it may, if you're not already rooting for for her, you, you should be because she's got she's got the right priorities there and other than her um there's not a she's the senior on that team and kind of counted on to lead them, but they've got a lot of juniors who have played a lot of basketball uh with players like uh uh with with just their junior class there riley Lindvall. uh uh You've got Hagley there. You've got just a lot of good good players in that class that are coming up and, and playing good ball. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they can do this year and just kind of hopefully return around that culture. I think getting, getting over um, – getting in like the seven to eight win range would be really a good step for them this year. Um, kind of winning against some of the teams that they've they've had close games with but haven't been able to get the hump, get over the hump against them um, would be good and just performing well in those close games. So they're another one. It will be really interesting to see them play against Essex on, uh, on Thursday and see kind of where those strides have been made. And it's a short bench this year for them um only seven players on the team so so just kinda going through the season and and seeing where they develop and what they can do. And I know Anthony you're you're kind of more familiar probably with Con from his uh football coaching days than his uh than his basketball coaching days. But he was that defensive coordinator obviously with a really good defense at uh at North Andrew this year, but just just getting him into the program and what are your expectations in year one of, of having him there?
1: I think, it'll, you know, it's, you hit on it uh, a few times and it's the culture thing at West Nottoway. Um And that's, that's been the school in general. You know, when I talk to coaches in baseball and football and basketball, you know, it's always been we have to get out of this losing mindset. Um, And it sounds like, you know, with Erin, she has that right mindset. She understands what her role is in that. Um, And, you know, now it's just, it's kind of waiting to see um, that take form. And, you know, part of it has been a talent issue. um, But then, you know, part of it, you know, when you lose all the time, you eventually fall into that, uh, that kind of negative attitude towards things. Um, but you know, Riley's a good player. Piper's had her moments. There is a little bit of talent there. And I think it's as they become upperclassmen now, um, it is time to take that next step uh to get into that seven, eight, nine win range um and win games that um you normally you'd lose five or ten points. And you'd point to that and you know, in the past and be like, Well, that was a close loss. Um, I think it's time you start giving teams, uh, scares. Um, and we talked about this with football, um, you know, when they go up against the Southwest Livingston or whatever it was, I would say, Hey, don't just roll over. Um, you give them a fight. Um, and that's kind of where I think the girls program needs to be now, um, with a little bit of talent with them, you know, in their third or fourth year in the program. Um, it needs to be, uh, more of a challenge to face West Nottoway and I hope with uh you know like I talked about with the boys now you have a coach for them that is their full-time coach that focuses solely on them and I think that'd be good for this program um and we'll see if you can get the best out of Aaron and Riley and Piper uh Reagan girls like that
0: yeah and I've seen uh Piper Hunt's obviously a good name to mention too. I left her out when I was talking. She's a leading returning scorer. Um, bad omission by me to leave her out. But uh, she's uh, she's a really good player. Uh, they got a couple freshmen too. I'm be curious to see play. Sydney Marriott was a was a contributor for the volleyball team. Just seeing her in practice, she was lining up as the starting point guard. Some for them. Um, it would be interesting to see her. She's a good athlete um uh not blessed in the height department as much as some others uh, but she just run around scrapping. You saw it a lot during uh during uh volleyball, just making plays and using her athleticism so and then somebody who is blessed in the height department, Aniston Nielsen, is was also lined up with their starters some um so she's another freshman that. That if you get her on the block, she's gonna have the height advantage almost over almost everybody they face. So um, it'll be interesting to see if, if they make some impacts and kind of can help help turn that around. But moving uh, moving on to another one of our schools here, Northeast Nottaway, as we, we stick up in that northern part of the county. Um, Northeast Nottaway comes back this year with uh, with their boys program, Rory Jackson. Another one of the, the top coaches in the area, most, most accomplished coaches in the area, leading that team. And uh, they had a heck of a first week in the, the PBI tournament, ended up taking third, but they look good in that, that, and they've had, they're three and one so far in the season uh, with, with three blowout victories in those games. um. Just, just looking, looking really good with only two starters returning. Austin Pride, um, man, he was, he was really good against North Nottoway in that third place game of the PBI.
1: Yeah, he, um, uh, he looks like a different player too, as well. He seems like he's uh, physically maybe matured a little bit. He, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll let he, you go. <laughs> he had,
0: Yeah, he, he had that mid-range game going in that game, which is huge for him because he's. He's just such a load down there that that it's it's hard to compete with this post up game in Class One, and if he's hitting those mid range jumpers, like I talked to Rory after the game about it, it's just it's hard to defend that kid. And then they put four guards around him that can all play. his twin brother Zach Pride? Who they don't look alike. They're not they're not identical twins for sure. But he's a he's a point guard on that team. Um, and just, just kind of handling the ball around the ball off the floor for them. Uh, but then you get those wings, and they're talented. Uh, ben Boswell has been, been playing a huge role for, for three years now um, as a junior this year. Um, Dylan McIntyre's a heck of an athlete. Really, really a good player for them. And Lane Dak as well, just, just a really good, long, athletic wing that can make things happen. And you get those guys run that fast break and it's it's pretty deadly. Um they they have options. They can play in the half court around pride and just kinda kinda work it and, and do their thing there, or they can get out and run. And that's where they're at their best. It's just open court playing with, with guys like Dak and uh and McIntyre running the court and, and Boswell too, just so much so much speed, and athleticism on that team, and they're playing the way I know Rory wants them to play: as fast and aggressive. And that's that's really to their strength. And they they are going to be worth the price of admission, I think, for uh, for fans out there. If they can, if you end up being able to get to any games this year, that that they they are ones to check out and really watch play. And I know Anthony, you mentioned pride there, but those guards and just just how curious are you to see how they develop this year?
1: Uh, you know, I've seen them once this year so far um, in their opening game against Mercer, where they scored sixty-seven, um, and they may have been able to score ninety if they'd wanted to. <clears throat> you know, there there was some jitters there, some some things, you know, free throw lines. Maybe missed a few free throws, a few layups that they'd like to have back. Um, but what, yeah, like you had pointed out, the athleticism they have is. Um, you know, really, uh, at least amongst, amongst the small schools, it's they're head and shoulders above everyone else. Um, and, you know, Ben Boswell has been who he is. Um, he is tough on you defensively. Um, no one, <laughs> not many players can steal a ball like uh, Ben. Um, he's great on the fast break. Uh, in that game, you saw the young guys like Dylan McIntyre Making a big difference. Like I pointed out, Austin—he looks uh, physically maybe a little bit leaner, um, a little more athletic this year um, as he continues to grow. Um, just there's just so much uh, speed and athleticism on that team, and they talked about that a lot after that Mercer game. Was this is how they, you know, this is how they want to play. They love playing this way, um, and so I think they're going to be a fun team to watch this year. Um, you know, they had the one loss St. Joe Christian, which is a a good basketball team. And I think, uh, as they continue, uh, to get these young guys minutes and continue to grow that offense, um, that's a team that, um, they'll be able to challenge teams like that later on in the year. Uh, Rory's a great coach. Uh, and I think, uh, he's got them headed in the right direction.
0: Yeah. And, um, this with them, I think a key is going to be developing some depth on the bench. Um, they don't – they're a little – they've got that top-end um, skill and athleticism, but they need they need to be a little deeper, I think, in these games, uh, especially with the way they play and how much they run, which those guys are in shape and they run, but but you'd like to be able to, uh, to mix it up a little bit more. And as the year goes on, I'm sure we'll see that. Like I said, they – they come back, and Austin and dylan they've really only got those three guys who have played significant varsity minutes before this with Austin dylan, and Dillon and Ben. So just keep on seeing that, that depth develop will be huge for them. Um, but, yeah, it should be a – I think it's going to be a fun year for the Blue Jays this year. Um, on the other side, on their girls' side, um, they've been hit by, by losses the last few years. Um, having having Paige and Madeline um who are at, at Platte Valley now um leave um or hurt them and kind of threw off where they expected to be. Um now this year a new coach with Lou Cox taking over for for Joyce Steins who's been there for for years and is is such a good coach or has been such a good coach for them. Um they they had some good moments in the uh the PVI tournament. Uh, getting a win over Union Star was was big for them, matching that win total from last or last time. Like they're just they're they're starting to come together and really kind of kind of take those next steps after losing so many key players in the past. In addition to the transfers a couple of years ago, just losing Jerry Rundy and and Michaela Adwell and and some good players there. So so Ann Shearer is is probably the top player on their team this year and kind of as she goes, they go, um, is something that Coach Cox mentioned to me. And he kind of wants to get away from that and develop around them. But she's a really good player. Ben's little sister joins her in the backcourt, uh, Jill Boswell. She led him in scoring against Union Star with 15 points. Um she's a good player. Cassie Redden. In the front court, um, kind of leads that group, and and she's had some good moments early in the year, and then just developing some more depth around around those three will be big for them. Um, they've been good on the boards. I know that was something that Sammy Jackson was disappointed in her team of uh, letting letting Northeast Nodaway get some get some boards against North Nodaway in the PBI opener um, last week, but. They've, they've showed some good moments. Like I said, getting that win over Union Star was big for them because you could certainly argue, and I think Coach Cox did after the game, they didn't play the best in that game. They were kind of – they were struggling to get going and particularly was in foul trouble and, and struggling to get her game going. And, and they found a way to, to beat Union Star, who they, they should be. They're better than. But just just finding a way to not get too down on themselves and when that game was big for them. And uh, and I think there's a lot of positives they can take out of that PBI tournament going into the rest of this year. And, and they're certainly an interesting team moving forward, and especially with, with the young players they have led by Joe Boswell to uh, to kind of gain confidence and see how – see how much improvement they can make during the year. I know they certainly did with softball throughout the year, ending the season on a win before they had to pull out of district tournaments, um, just growing throughout the season. I know they kind of hope to do the same thing with basketball and just get better throughout. But, uh, Anthony, I know you saw them in the opener as well and obviously followed some of their results in the PBI last week. So um, what, what are your expectations for this group?
1: Yeah, I was a little – there was some concern uh, after that opener. You only give a you – know, you only scored 12 points. Um, but that's a good Mercer team they played. Um, this is a, you know, a Northeast Nataway team that averaged 18 points per game last year, um, which isn't going to win you many games. Um, but then, they, you know, the PVI, they bounced back. They scored 24 um, and hold North Nataway to 40, uh, which is a good result for this young team. Um, and then, you know, the Union Star game, that was a game they lost by eight points last season. Um, and then they turned around and beat them by 11 this year. Um, I think, you know, with a year of, you know, Cassie Redden, a year uh, to recover kind of from that knee injury that really hampered her last year um, with Ann Schieber, um, and then with some younger kids, um, you can already see that improvement early on in this season. Um, and while you know, maybe they won't. Uh, you know, win ten games this year. I think they have the ability to double. Uh, you know, kind of be in that West Nottaway category with seven or eight wins, um, and kind of double what they did last season.
0: Yeah, they're uh, certainly certainly looking for improvement, kind of like you said with West Nottaway. Just kind of building for the future, but um, it is a talented senior group with with Anne and. And Cassie back, so I'm. Um, you kind of hope for those kids and what they've been through, kind of see a good finish to the season here and uh, finish to their careers. But um, moving on to our last area team here, uh, we got Nottaway Holt. Uh, their boys, I saw them in the PBI as well, and they're they are a team that is getting a lot better. Michael Barbosa, who was on. Maryville staff as assistant coach the last couple of years in their boys program under Matt Steckline. Um, he's, he's really, really kind of excited to get, get an opportunity to lead a program there and, and to rebuild a program that's had a lot of transition last couple of years, uh, different coaches each year. Um, I know Anthony's best buddy, Devin Albertson led him last year. So, uh, fellow eight man guru there. So, um, they're excited to kind of build off of last season, take what they learned there. Um, Brylon Devers, really good player for them. Um, had a great, great game against Union Star for them to pick up a win last year, get that get that first win of the year, match what they did last year. Um, and that's what Brylon said in the preseason. He is just focused on improvement, he said, whether it's, whether it's two wins, five wins, ten wins, he just wants to improve off last season. They've already matched last season a weekend with that win in the uh, in that uh, tournament. So getting that getting that was big for them. Now they move into the rest of the season, try to get some try to get some more. Just uh, really finish strong. That kid has been starting since his sophomore year. Um, has been a key player for them. Um and one of those kids that you really root for to uh been through some hard times with only one win over the last two years combined and uh and he's got the town around him this year that can can make a difference Blake Bohannon's the obvious one um, was the team's third leading scorer last year um, comes back and uh really looked good in that union star game really had some good moments in that one um he's he's kind of got to be a little bit more um he he kind of he's a score peg in round hole in some ways because he's kind of he excels in that isolation game almost with his post moves and his drives um I know that was something they were on him in that game to to move the ball a little bit more so it'll be interesting to see him through the year I think he's going to get better on that he's the same kid he's He's got the right mindset. He just needs to get get used to that that style that Barbosa's preaching now. And uh, I think they can really have some success. They have a lot of other really really good players. They were shorthanded in the PBI tournament, um, but Farnan played well. Noah Farnan underneath. Um, he's the other starter they had, and they were missing two other kids that would likely be starters for them. And they were still able to pick up a win in that tournament, which I think is a really good sign for that program, considering where they've been the last few years and, uh, and the improvement they hope to make. But I think Farnon, uh, Bohannon, and Devers give them a really good core um, that should be able to grow. And I think while, while Devers mentioned that improvement was the main goal, um, they can do they can do some things this year and should be able to – to win, win a few games and uh, and be competitive in almost every game. I think with uh, with the team they have back and the and the growing experience they have around, like I said, Devers, who's one of a really good player and doesn't probably get the recognition he maybe deserves because he's been on a team that's that struggled the last few years. So I'm I'm very curious to see the Trojan program and what they have moving forward. Um, Anthony, what do you think of uh, your expectations for, for this group this year?
1: Well, you can see um, early on, if you just you know compare to last year's results in that PVI, um, they're moving closer towards the middle. Um, this was a team that gave up 70 points a game last year. Um, St. Joe Christian is a tough way to start your season. Um, held them to 58. You know, they get the Union Star win, hold them to 41, uh, d 60. Um, so you see the defense getting a little bit better, um, and you expect that to continue to improve as the season goes along. Um, and then offensively, you know, they needed some help. Because, um, you know, at times last year, Devers was just um, – he fell into that trap of I have to score all the points. Um, And sometimes when you do that, um, it's tough on both the team and the kid. Um, But you can see the offense has also improved a little bit um, early on in this season. Um, But yeah, it's it's, uh, like we talked about with these other schools, uh, these other programs have struggled in the past, or in the past few years anyways. Um, It's all about taking those steps uh, to improve and be – um, a team that doesn't just, uh, you know, roll over, like I said, mentioned earlier, when you play a tough team. Um, you want to be able to give these teams a fight. Um, and I think that um, this is a situation where um, this team can improve. They have some talent. Um, and just continue to take those steps in the right direction.
0: Yeah, they, uh, they'll be interesting this year. Um, the girls team has a little bit more experience coming back. Um, they returned four starters from last year, um, but they lose their point guard with Hallie Clement, who's been their point guard for several years now, and uh, kind of have to adjust to that. They have some of the best post play in in the area of girls basketball with uh, Shayna Culp, who you saw during volleyball, um, led them to. A district championship game appearance, which was a huge deal for them, beating Rockport to get there, um, and then Chloe Jenkins next to her—they're they're both experienced, good post players for them. Um, should kind of lead their team. The key is going to be the backcourt for them, and that struggled against in the game I saw against North Nodaway the other day against that press, like I like we talk about in the North Nottoway section of this, the Brown sisters are really good. But they they have to find their point guard. Um I think it's gonna be Kaylin Edmondson, um another experienced, really good player. It's just a transition for her. She said during the preseason she has never played point guard before on any level. So she has to get used to that. Krista Hart will be next to her in the backcourt. Uh kind of hopefully helping her with that a little bit, but I think it's mostly going to fall on Kaylin's shoulders. Um, and she's a, a good player. Um, another one of those kids, like we said, has the right attitude, goes after it the right way. Um, I have no doubt she's going to get a lot better throughout the year at that. It'll just be adjustment as is for any player when you kind of have to switch positions and uh, go into a new spot there. Alexis Maher, uh, will start the other spot for them or has started at the other spot for them. Um and kind of adds that post depth. They're they're a big team when you have her because that kind of bumps Chloe Jenkins out to more of a wing spot, um, where she can help with the bring the ball at the floor and making decisions a little bit. And Shayna Culp can help with that too with Alexis in there. Um but they're they're kind of they're missing a guard, uh, you can kind of tell, because everybody's kind of playing up on the positional spectrum a little bit. Um, but it'll be interesting. Once they can get the ball into half court, they're really good because Shayna is probably one of the best players in the area. She's just, she's the dominant interior presence that any of our area teams would love to have. Um, and then just it's going to be key around her developing that ball handling. Riley Brown played a little bit in the North Nottaway game that I saw. Actually got injured in that game but came back. Um, she's She might factor into that a little bit as a freshman. She played a little bit for them in volleyball this year, had some moments. So um, she might factor into be another guard out there that they can put out there but they're just a kind of interestingly built team with all their size and post players. They're kind of opposite of a lot of our other teams that, that are reliant on their guards, that they, they have the post players that can play well. Um, making, taking fourth in that tournament, going two and one, or one and two in that tournament, um, It's a tough draw, but, but making the semifinal was a, was a good result for them and should be promising moving forward with what they have. Um, But, Anthony, you've seen that team quite a bit the last couple years, uh, that same core. Um, Just what do you think of uh, what the keys are for them this season?
1: Well, I think a lot of it will come down to the style of play. You know, what plagued them last year was, you know, Edmonton wanted to play a fast, um, you know, press style defensively, um, and they just didn't have the depth to do that. Um, you know, And in those situations, you want to wear the other team down. But when you're running, you know, when you have six, maybe seven girls that can, you know, play, um, eventually that wears you down. Um, so we'll see with new coaching staff, the new style, how that, um, you know, how that works. And that's that's also something you got to point out is that, you know, these girls like Shayna and Chloe, you know, Kaylin, the, they've been, coached one way uh, for three or four years. Um, So that may take some time to adjust to as well. Um, But like you said, the size is there. Um, When Chloe Jenkins is healthy, she's a good player. Um, You know, good uh, Robin to Shayna's Batman. Um, But like you said, it'll all depend on the guard play and what they can get out of that. Um, I think they, you know, with Shayna, you're always – able to stay in games, or at least you should be, um, because of her skill. So we'll just have to see how the younger girls develop, um, and I think that'll depend on how successful this team can be this year.
0: Yeah, and after that marathon session here, the surely the longest podcast we've had on the Maryville Forum Sports Podcast. That wraps up all of our teams for this season, um, this winter sports season. Um, hopefully. Hopefully that insight kind of helped helped prepare everybody for uh, what should be a fun season for our winter teams and and an exciting one to get after it. So with that being said, we will wrap up this this extra long special uh, Maryville Forum Sports Podcast. And until next week, thank you.